Welcome to Life Unexpectedly. I am your host. My name is Charmaine and I am feeling legit all the feels right now. I am excited. I am stoked, but I'm also extremely nervous and I'm rubbing my hands currently off of my pants because I'm trying to get my nerves together. As we dive into our very first episode, I can't tell you how long I've been waiting to to release this out to the world. So thank you for your support. Um, Grab your coffees, put your kids, tell your kids to hush as you drive in the car, because I want to get started. I want us to, I want you to feel as if we are friends and we are sharing our, our trials and our triumphs together as we talk through real stories about fear and insecurities and just the realities of life. Um, You're not crazy. You might be a little crazy, but you're not alone in your craziness. We all go through things. We all think things about ourselves, and we all we all analyze our world in a way that I wish we would all share honestly. I am seriously tired of all the filters and the Pinterest pages of just perfection. It's just it's like ah blah. Come on, we people need to hear your story. People need to hear your testimony and how you got through or what you're actually going through because stories connect us. Stories help us feel like we're not alone. So thank you for joining us, and I'm I'm ready. I'm your host. I'm going to be with you guys every single step of the way. And so I wanted to start off this first episode with giving you just a tidbit of some of the things that I've been struggling with in life, um, just to kind of give you my little, my I guess my rap sheet, I guess you can call it. Um, I am a mom. I have two beautiful children at home. I have a son who is six, Grayson. He is probably the most emotionally intelligent child I have ever met. The way that he can look into people's emotions and really fill out a room is very impressive to me. He's also a freaking genius, if you know my son. Um, I have a beautiful daughter named Lavender, who I'm going to disclaim and declare over her life right now that she is a leader. But I will tell you that karma is so real. Sorry, mom and dad. I used to have such a huge mouth on me, and she has given it to me um, tenfold. So yay to that. But I am declaring that all of that blessing is just independence and um, a a girl who is going to do great things as she gets older. Um, I've been married for eight years to one of the most amazing visionaries I've ever met in my life. Jason, I love you. Thank you for being my biggest cheerleader. Uh, marrying you was probably the best thing I've, best decision I ever made. It has, it's been one of those decisions where I have to keep reminding myself, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. This is the dream. But you are truly a blessing to me, and I really appreciate you. Um, I was a teacher. I guess I am a teacher. I'm not sure if you ever leave teaching, even when you do leave it. Education runs through my veins. Um, taught for ten years all levels of elementary school, and shout out to all of our amazing, amazing superheroes out there. You teachers are killing it with the remote learning. I'm watching in awe. I don't know how you guys are doing it because I was a complete disorganized mess back in my classroom, so I couldn't imagine having to try to do all of this new technology and figuring things out while still presenting quality education. So you guys are the true superheroes. I honor you and I respect you on so many levels. Um, But let's dive in. So as I said, I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I have 
probably the cutest little family ever. If you were to ever, if you were to look up my, my Facebook page, you would see, you know, you'd be like, man, this is such a cute little family, you know, the white picket fence, the good looking husband, the two cute little kids with their bows and their natural hair. But guys, I'm telling you, it's it's amazing how a picture doesn't tell you everything. It, it hides so much. I look at those pictures as I put them on my, my mantle at home and I step back and I can look at those photos and go, who in the world is that lady in the picture? Yeah, she's a wife and yes, yeah, she's a mom, but I don't see the Charmaine, the core of me radiating from those photos. And it's it's one of the it's one of those feelings where I felt like I got the dream of being married and having the kids. This was on my list of like to do things. But once I've I accomplished that, I felt I feel like I may have lost myself along the way as I'm grabbing up the hat of a mom and grabbing up the hat of a wife and grabbing up a hat of a career woman. I'm looking I'm looking back now after you know being quarantined and having all that time to myself to think and I'm looking back and I'm going, well, what happened to Charmaine? Where is she? I felt like when I got married, the, the spotlight was on both of us, but slowly but surely my light began to dim as I lost myself in the responsibilities of being a mom and being a wife and being a career person. I felt emptiness. I have all this great blessings around me, but I felt inside an emptiness, uh, a feeling of insignificance, a feeling of, I got like of nothingness. And that really scared me. I'm 33 going on 34 this year and people would ask me, well, what are your dreams? What do you wanna do? And, and I would look at them and I'd go, I, I never thought about that. I, I go to work to pay my bills. I feed my family, keep my house clean. I try to be a good you know, citizen of society. And yet I, I don't know what I truly want. I haven't really dream, dreamed in years. And when people started asking, when I stepped away from teaching and I tipped my hat off to, to the education realm, I really felt fell into a dark a dark place of not knowing who I was anymore. Charmaine was no longer somebody that I could turn to or look to it, look in the mirror and go, ha, I see you, girl. I didn't know who I saw. And that was a, that, that is something that I'm not sure if I'm alone on that, but you get all these blessings around you, and then when you st- step back to look at them, you realize that, oh, snap. I got everything, but I've lost something along the way. I remember when I first got married and we became youth pastors back home in Tennessee um, at, at our church. And it was really cool to be a youth pastor, you know? I absolutely am terrified of teenagers, but we did it. <laughs> and I, I had this feeling, because I, I married a very strong personality, very upbeat, very positive person, and he walks into a room, he fills the room. And I put this pressure upon myself to be that, to be this outgoing, outspoken um, person. And I felt like when people would come around, and if he wasn't around, I was 
I was nothing. And I felt as if people were looking to me to, to fill his spot when he wasn't at an event. And it was this deep pressure and deep sense of, do people even really want me? Do they want the the quiet introverted me who is perfectly happy reading Harry Potter off in the corner? Or are they look are they trying to pull out a side of me that's not there? And am I am I good enough because I'm not this outgoing person? And I honestly feel like shout out to my pastor wives, but there should be some kind of orientation on how to be a wife to a pastor because there's a lot of expectations on you that are unspoken, but people are demanding from you. And they think that you're crazy when you voice it, but in all honesty, they don't realize that they're demanding it from you because of the position you hold. And so I had to deal with, okay, well, how do I become a, how, do, how am I a wife? Who am I in this wifehood? And who am I in this pastor, pastoralhood? And I would go home and I would cry at night by myself because I felt as if I wasn't good enough. And the Charmaine that I was at that point wasn't the Charmaine that could fill those shoes of these roles that I had taken on. It was very lonely, very lonely feeling because I, I really I really wanted to be that person. But every time I would try to be that person, I felt like I missed the mark and I would I would I would pray and I'd be like, Lord, what did you not put inside of me? What am I missing? Am I dysfunctional? Am I am I a malfunction? Did you did you make me and then forget some of the pieces back up in heaven and go, oops, well, I guess, you know, she's just, you know, a, a prototype. And I, I, it was pain, it's painful to feel as if you're missing something and to feel as if you're not good enough and to feel as if you're not what people want and they only want you to be such and such's wife and so-and-so's mother and, or his daughter. You are a person. You have strengths and weaknesses that are beautiful and are, that are made for the, the season and the moments that you are in. And I didn't have anybody telling me how beautiful I was and how seen I was. And, and so I spiraled into kind of a dark depression a little bit of just like, well, I can't be myself, so I'm not going to show anybody myself. And so I put up this wall and I wouldn't let friendships in and I wouldn't let people in thinking that, oh, they truly don't want to be my friend. They just want to be his, you know, my husband's friend because he's life of the party. And then when I had Grayson, you know, he was the first grandchild and he was this this amazingly smart drummer kid who had all these talents. And I just kind of was pushed to the side and that afterthought. And honestly, ladies, I want to tell you that that is the voice of the enemy because God created you for this season. He created you when he created you for that time in history because you have something significant and you have something powerful within you. And he tries to make us feel overwhelmed by the by the roles that we take on and we are, but those roles are blessings. They truly are. But when we cry out to the creator who made us, he tells us who we are. He tells us and he reminds us of the, 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 the greatness that's within us. And so don't ever feel as if you're not seen. You are seen by a heavenly father who loves you. You are awesome. You have something to, to offer the world. And guys, I'm telling you this, but I'm encouraging myself as well because there are, there are days where I feel like I'm not good enough and I'm just this invisible piece that people just look over or, or just kind of just overlook. 
but you are powerful and you are special and you are not to be overlooked. You were called to be that child's mother. You were called to be that man's wife. You were called to be in the position at your job that you were in. Embrace it. Remind yourself each and every day that you are, that you are you. I'm not sure what your name is, Stacy, Kim, Misha. I don't know what your name is, but remind yourself that you are, you're still there. You haven't died. I'm doing this study about finding the things that feed your soul and what you love. And as I dig into it, I'm realizing that I love, what do I love? First of all, was the deep dive. Like, what do I absolutely love that doesn't involve anybody else? Because it's okay to have something of your own. And I realized that dance and music was something that, that reminded me of who I was back before I had all the responsibilities and roles of being a mom or a wife. And I feel like I'm doubting those things. They're not bad, but they are very overwhelming. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? They can be a little overwhelming. But finding those things that feed your soul, that make you smile, that make you feel like that same little girl that used to just go out with any inhibitions in their backyard and just do what you love, whether it's dance or art or reading or I don't know what else. There's other crafts, just other the hobbies out there, but or playing music. Do those things. Find that time because it's important. Ladies, don't lose yourselves. Don't lose yourselves. Don't let your light dim because you are special and you are needed. And you are needed to be healthy. And again, I'm telling myself this. I'm, I'm going to replay this for myself because I need to remind myself that Charmaine's important. Charmaine is seen. And I'm, I'm a person. <laughs> I'm not just his wife or his mother. I'm a beautiful child of God. So guys, I hope that this was encouraging for you. Um, if you liked it, let me know in the comments. Subscribe, tell a friend about it, and I can't wait to talk to you soon. But for now, I gotta go get my life together. Love you.